Wines, your weekly look into the world of extremes. We look at ECW Hardcore TV from episode one all the way to 401 with every pay-per-view and special in between. You've got myself, Paul, and I'm joined, as always, by Jay. What's happening, Jay? Welcome to Cyber Slam. Apart from that, I'm not sure. oh, Cyber Slam 99, sort of. Uh, this week, we're looking at ECW Hardcore TV episode 311 and 312, still in 1999. And, um, yeah, we've got a lot of stuff going on, confusing stuff, some good stuff, but um, we've got some stuff. It's, um, there's some bits of these, these shows that I loved. Yeah, no, I agree. I really didn't. Yeah, also polarizing, agree. polarizing shows. Yeah, no, it's interesting. Um, matches I got excited for and I had no reason to. And um, Yeah, that's, that's, that's a toughie this week. Uh, yeah, I know. You've got some great choices there. for um, your match pick of the week. So we start off with the 11th of April, 1999, episode 311. We start off with in-ring promo from Lance Storm. Um, he's wearing a sort of WCW Monday Night Jericho. Uh, oh. Jericho's Nitro, whatever it was. Um, the T-shirt, the crowd's all chanting, Jericho, Jericho. He said he's not surprised you like him from from Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Um, basically, says about Dreamer saying that he's on steroids. He seems to have taken great offence to this. But it's just a complete... Um, I, I feel like it's almost like he he's a heel, but he's taking almost like sort of face offence to this. I mean, I, I was all right with him taking offence to the heel thing because, you know, I'm a, I'm a premier athlete. I was trained in, in the Calgary, Alberta, Canada in the dungeon. I can, you know, it plays into his, his thing of like, you know, I don't take shortcuts because I'm better than you style stuff. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm there for that. Um, it's where he went next is, is where I'm kind of sitting there going, I, what? What well, then? Um, he then pulled out a piss test. So he, well, yeah, and and still, okay. At that point, yeah, I'm like, right, okay. So, yep, you know, I'm so confident. I'm even willing to prove it. Here's here's a, a sample that I will will submit to be tested, so that I can prove that you know I'm I'm simply wrestling brilliance and blah blah blah. I'm all right with that. He then goes on to demand that Tommy Dreamer is also tested for steroids. Yeah. Because once upon a time, he had a physique. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. When he first joined ECW, he was in shape. So he might be still on steroids. Might be still on steroids. Yeah. And this is the thing. I mean, my... My working knowledge of steroids and HGH is limited. Uh, do they stay in your system for like three years? Well, that's it. If Four he was years? Even, that's Five if years? If he was even on them. Then. Yeah. So it's a bit of a shot. And um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's probably going to end up with Lance Storm having piss thrown in his face. But yeah. Well, yeah, so that's where it ends. Dreamer runs out, DDTs yeah. him, and pours 
the the pots over his face, and, and it's one of those kind of like you know if if this was on WWE we would or WWF at the time, um, I hate it, um, and it's another one where it gets a little bit of a um, free run because it's ECW. It's it's sort of this weird one of like um, as much as ECW is doing their own thing and they are sort of revolutionary in their own right. They still try to do as much as WWE copied them. I feel there's bits where they toned down yeah. somewhat because they wouldn't mind a little bit of that audience, and I totally respect that because what it's a business. Yeah, I agree. Um, um, but it is that you know the the. the the, the, the rose-tinted glasses tell you that everything that, that ECW was, did was an absolute home run. And yeah. there are a couple of, you know, silly little bits. Um, out of the two feuds that have spun out of the, the Shane Douglas um, uh, promo, retirement promo, yeah. um, this at the moment is my, my least favorite of the two. Um, I don't quite get this one in that kind of way, uh, you know. When the when the biggest heat is is um, Tommy Dreamer has a fat ass and Tammy Lynn bitch is now called Beulah McGillagutty. Yeah, I mean, obviously we'll get to Shane Douglas and that later on, but Shane Douglas is just incredible. Their, their feud just seems a lot more straightforward. It seems very much just like fuck you. What fuck me? No, fuck you. Yeah, fight, fight me. You know, it feels like that. It's just kind of... You're a punk and you're out of touch, old man. Yeah, it's just like, okay, I'm up for this. Let's do this. But um, yeah, so that happens and um, that sort of ends. We go to the ring with Rob Van Dam and Bill Alfonso. They basically get interrupted by a returning Scorpio. Well, so um, this is the celebration because it's one year. It's the one year anniversary of RVD holding the championship. Yeah. Therefore... Uh, Fonzie, who's still very hot about Sabu and the fact that Sabu kind of, you know, cheated and whatever else, and well, not cheated, but lied to him about how 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 well he was, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, um, has found him an opponent um, to to, uh, to to celebrate and to give him a test, and that opponent is a returning to Cold Scorpio. Yeah, Scorpio um, looks amazing. He does comes out with a job squad t shirt on, which I thought was cool. Yep. Um, I was looking forward to this match, but I, I kind of think the Sabu stuff ruined it 100%. Um, so yeah. I'm, you know, I'm 30 seconds into this match. Uh, Joey Styles has already um, pointed out that not long ago, uh, not unlike Rob Van Dam. Too Cold Scorpio was Too Gold Scorpio, uh, holding both the tag championship and the TV championship at the same time. Um, I'm loving it. I'm loving the, the energy of it. I'm loving the match. I'm thinking, do you know what? I've already found my match of the week. And then we keep going back to people holding Sabu in the dressing room. Yeah. Um, and I realized that I hate this even more than I hate the wrestlers coming up to break up a, and pull apart a, a fight um, because I don't understand why any single one of these people is holding holding 
Zabu back and down and trying to brace him and all the rest of it. Um, and we keep flicking back and we keep flicking back and we keep flicking back and it's annoying me and it's annoying me and it's annoying me. And then he breaks loose and it's annoying me. It's it's just annoying. Then suddenly there's not even any running out. It just cuts to him out there doing sort of Sabu stuff. And it's just like, I mean, I don't have a problem with sort of Sabu. Obviously, I I like him and like all that. But just in this whole sort of situation, it doesn't make any sense, really. No, I mean, it's not even where we were previously of like, oh, we stolen RVD's kill because they're not there. So it's just this really weird kind of like, and, you know, of course, Sabu does Sabu stuff. And it's just this real weird kind of like, okay, do we, do we have a reason why he's, he's done that? No, just, 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 just because, okay. Okay. Yep. No, that's yep. No, that's that's right. Yep. Let's let's. Okay. It just is the most random kind of like. Oh, and there's Sabu, and he's put him through a table. Oh. No, it is, and that's that's basically exactly where they're at with the whole situation. It's just, um, it's just really confusing because. I get it, but like I said, I was really looking forward to this match. It just sort of was a bit like, okay, don't worry about yeah. it then. And, and for the longest time, um, it was a good match. I, I had one slight issue with one of the spots with how long it took Van Daminator to come through. I thought he, that. But, it, it, yeah, it's just it's just that point of him kind of yeah bubbling along on the ropes, kind of like oh, oh while they set it up. Um, yeah, because I thought it was leading to him going to be playing possum because he stood there, he sat there for so long. Yeah, he, but um, no, he just sat there for so long. But yeah, no, I, I thought the same with that. We were sort of on the ropes. But um, yeah, apart from that, like I said, it was it was cool. Um, RBD did pick up the win in the end. I, I liked the um, five-star frog splash, but it was sort of almost done that Scorpio was sort of starting to get up and he sort of lost his balance and fell yeah. back down. And RVD was already mid-air. I mean, the timing of Scorpio on that oh, you know, was, was just stunning. I mean, he always did such incredible things so very well. And you can see that now that he's also in shape, um, yeah, just really good. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was literally all him. I mean, RVD just sort of did sort of what he did and just basically trusted that Scorpio was going to be there in time. And he was. And it was, um, yeah, you know, a, a bit of a cluster in the middle, but solid match and amazing ending. And um, obviously, RVD picks up the win and retains. Uh, then quick promo from Just Incredible. Basically, to, he's the next franchise. and He's going to prove he's the next franchise. I thought this was a pretty good promo. I loved it. Um, it was really simple. Yeah. Um, hugely intense. Um, you know, he doesn't look up. He just keeps ringing that cane. Uh, reminded me a lot of um, 
some of the really really intense sandman promos when he did something similar yeah um uh you know just i i thought it was a really really good really simple but really good kind of like you know i just want to fucking kill him kind of promo so yeah I, I, i was all for it yeah we then followed up with a shane douglas promo which i wasn't as in love with uh, but that's only because I feel like I hold Shane Douglas promos in such high regard that this just, I guess the idea was just sort of direct and to the point. So I got it, but I just, um, I would have just liked a, a classic Shane Douglas rigged into shreds a bit more. Yeah, I mean, the only trouble I have with this promo, and, it, and it's a good promo, um, is the whole kind of, you know, there's only one franchise. I mean, is there though? Because you've kind of, you know, tried to give it away, which is why this whole thing came about. So, you yeah. know, how dare, you, how dare you try to take my name? Well, I mean, yeah, but you also were in the middle of a promo trying to give it to Tommy Dreamer. So, kind of? Yeah. Yeah, it was no, decent. It, it was. It was. It, you know. It was. It was. It was decent. It's just as he said. You know. It's not. There are so many iconic franchise promos. There are so many incredible franchise lines. We've been spoiled over the last two years, especially of him just being at such peak. And I um, get like delivery. And I get the workings behind it. Is almost sort of like so hatred filled. I'm not going to cut a promo. I'm basically just saying you're not on my level. You'll never be a franchise. I'm going to kill you. Yeah. yeah so in essence, it was just like you're not even worth cutting a promo on. Yeah, that, I, I think that's the sort of where it came from. But I was just... Um, I think because I know it's coming to the end with him here. So I just really just want more because... Yeah. Yeah. Because less just seems lackluster because you're leaving, you know? I don't think it, I think it was meant from a whole. You're not worth my time. But yes, yeah, so that happened. Um, we then got a shoot to the ring because Steve Carino's in the ring and we all rejoice. Um, he looks like he's called out anyone, which has led to Taz coming out. Um, he said he'd love to fight Taz, but he can't because he really hurt his appendix. Both which, of them. Uh, both his appendix. But again, yeah. while lifting I, weights. I, I thought he was. I thought he's great. I mean. I'm guessing his sense of humour is not for everyone, but I, I, you can see why his promos sort of got him. He's such sort of a just a complete sort of chicken shit hill that it's just sort of working. I agree. Great. Agree. Um, I mean, I think he's um, fantastic with with what he does. Um, you know, again, here it's kind of one of those kind of like you know, um, we've kind of seen that kind of like smarmy runs his mouth gets called out backs off quite a bit with things like mr Wright and jason and a few others but you know you know he can back it up because you know he he can take a hit and a punt and all the rest of it really interesting to see that they're already mixing him in you know he's already been involved with the dudleys he's already involved with taz um you know they've they've put him at quite an interesting introductory level he's getting a lot of mic time um 
I don't need steroids to look good. Um, so, uh, yeah, there's quite a level of, of investment in um, young Stephen Carino. Yeah, and like you said, you can, you can tell it, you can see it, and I like it. He said he has got a replacement, um, and it's basically a returning Chris Candido, which, again, is fine. I mean, next week, Joey Styles references it's a, it's a drug-free Chris Candido. Yep. Which I thought was... Um, strange but well i mean his promo here is a bit about you know so he, he gets kind of the, the the big pop return his promo here is about you know i didn't tap out to you know silly gimmicks i didn't tap out to this i didn't tap out to that i didn't tap out to al- alcohol and somas so i'm not going to tap out to you um yeah which was which was a nice enough promo um I mean, there's a question mark over face or heel, but but you know we'll we'll save that for a minute. Um, yeah, and to be fair, after that promo, I'm happy he didn't actually tap out. Yeah, yeah, because um, I think it would have been a bit like totally unnecessary to sort of say all that because hundred um, percent. I'm I'm really pleased that apparently he's you know drug free and clean at this point. Um, Tammy looked off her face as usual. I thought that. Um, she has taken so much shine off of Candido, uh, in my view, in this run. Yeah, and again, I know Douglas is in his own program, but I just find it strange that if Candido's back, why you wouldn't rush to do that somehow? Yeah, I mean, there's a degree of, you know, they, they've just missed that, haven't they? They've missed that window. They've moved on. Shane's already in, you know, maybe his last feud. Yeah, um, it's just... Um, it's just a shame, but um, it's good to see him back. Great match, enjoyed it. He, he sells suplexes. Um, Tad's not so keen on selling power bombs off the top rope. But... Um, yeah, it was good. Basically, the end of the match. Oh, that was it. Candido said the match was going to be um, FTW style, falls count anywhere, which I thought was a sort of good. Yeah, it's more about point. FTW than than the creator uh, of the FTW Championship. That's what I thought. I thought it was sort of a good but um, weird reference. So um, they have the match basically fighting all round like you'd expect with the rulings. The end of the match comes, including where... the old. Um... You know, it's been a while since they've done the, the whole loop of fight to the Eagles Nest, fight up the Eagles Nest, you know, lay them down while they climb up the Eagles Nest, jump off the Eagles Nest onto the... You know, it's been a while since we've seen the old school loop. It's good to see a couple of ECW originals who've been there for, you know, since the, 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 the back in the day doing the, the old 95 loop. And um, a bit I did like was he sort of threw Candido down near the merch stand. And when he threw yeah. him, it felt like he really threw him sort of quite a distance. They sort of just jumped off. It didn't seem that far at all. It was kind of quite a weird little, oh, okay. But still a nice bump all the same. But um, yeah, Candido was back bumping like a madman. Uh, Taz was looking like a beast, like he is. So um, yeah, enjoyed all that. Um, end of the match came where Taz basically suplexed Candido through a table, looking like he's injured, sort of slash broken his neck. 
because he's done that before. And, he's done and that before, not yeah, only did Joe, Joey Styles make that clear, but um, Tammy was, was screaming that as well. Yeah, she was screaming at the officials. He's hurt his neck before. Be careful, be careful. Um, he starts to get stretched out. Taz basically grabs the stretcher, throws him, continues to beat the shit out of him a bit more as the show ends. Yeah, so, I mean, this was weird because um, as, as he's being stretched out, the crowd are booing and chanting, fuck you, Taz. Now, not everyone, obviously, but enough of a contingent to make it apparent that's what's happening. So this whole kind of, you know, fuck you, Taz thing. Taz is looking a little bit upset that this has happened, a little bit confused this has happened, bearing in mind that, you know, it's maybe six weeks ago since we last did the Taz breaks someone's neck angle. Um, yeah. uh, so to, to get around this, Taz runs outside, beats him up, throws him back in the ring, kicks him around some more, hooks in the Taz mission, and then says, you know, beat me if you can, survive if I let you. Um, I don't know what this was meant to do. No. Is it, I mean, is it to get him over as a badass? Because we've 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 kind of got that and that's that's cool and that's fine um you know the the story of um shane douglas breaking pitbull one gary wolf's neck did incredible things for for shane douglas but he was a heel um has kind of isn't and i know he's not like you know a proper baby face but He's he's far more face than he is heel. Yeah. Um. So it confused me. Yeah, no. Like I said, I, I totally get that. I mean, it's sort of. I just don't. I mean, I understand like Taz is sort of this destruction thing, but I don't think Candido did anything to deserve this sort of assault? No. I mean, I don't know whether it's a, a, a punishment for him. Um, yeah, there, there was just real... Nothing even said on the mic that was just like, you know, that would make Taz snap as, as such. I mean, he he seemed to beat the crap out of Candido more than he did with Sabu or... Any of them? Do you know what I mean Sabu's got a respect angle? Candido, he's like throwing him around in a stretcher, and it's just sort of a bit like, okay, your sworn enemy, you sort of treated better than this. So I didn't quite understand why he sort of went like that. But yeah, Candido's back. Eighteenth um, of April, nineteen ninety-nine, episode three hundred and twelve. Starts off with a cage match. I'm guessing it would have been from Cyber Slam again. Dudley Boys and Mustafa versus Axel Rotten, Balls Mahoney, and New Jack. What do you think of what we saw? It was fine. You know, we 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 join mid match. We see a fireball like straight away. Yeah. Um, we then see the finish, which is you know. After all the, the, the crazy and all the destruction, 
oh, it's 3D and we've got away with the win. Um, they then powder to the outside and that's where their faces lock the heels out so they can get revenge on Mustafa. Yeah. Um, it was it was all all right. It was it was all fine. I feel sorry for any of the fans in attendance because that's a lot of bodies in a small room, a small um, space with uh, mesh all around it, so you can see even less. Um, so I don't think it translated live. Um, is that I was trying to remember? I was trying to think. Because we go back and we see the highlights of the match that they haven't actually showed us, which is really weird. And yeah. Axel Rose, Axel Rose, Axel Rotten gets a bag of thumbtacks out, which he then ends up going into. Yeah. Is that the first bag of thumbtacks in ECW? They've done other stuff, obviously, like Cody must have done thumbtacks. You know what? I was thinking that, and I was thinking about you know my mind automatically goes to Foley and Sandman. But because even like I was gonna say, but even like Foley with King of the Ring and everything's all long gone at this point, and all these fun tech things there. So I, I think like they must have done it in ECW. I can't think of a clear time where they did though. Hmm. I mean, everything, 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 everything else. Stop signs, doors, tables, uh, frying pans. You know, but it was always more hitting someone with something than slamming someone into thumbtacks. So yeah, is yeah. this... Um, and and I, I, I think they must have, but I can't for the life of me think of one big thumbtack spot in it. You know, if I think about, you know, as I said, my mind goes to like uh, Cactus versus Sandman, but the big spots there weren't thumbtacks. Maybe no. some of the stuff with Mikey? Uh, but um, just the presentation of them, the bag that's opened up and poured and spread and oh, blah, blah, go. blah. Apparently, Ian Rotten versus Axel Rotten in, in the Taipei uh, Death Match. Yeah, uh, this match had fun tags. That's making it the first match to do so. But um, so is that thumbtacks that they were slammed into, though, or was that thumbtacks that because they they basically they stuck a load of stuff to their taped fists, didn't they? That was the thing. So I think it must have been used thumbtacks, but I don't think it was like a backdrop into thumbtacks. Mm. If that was made... the first, then you would have thought maybe. But it, it's just one of those, it, it struck me as really weird watching it in that whole kind of, you know, it's such a staple of hardcore matches in WCW and WWF at this time. Yeah. That is this their brand of hardcore influencing ECW's brand of hardcore. Yeah. No, it's... Um, yeah, it's strange. I think we'll, we'll try and do a bit more research here, but I, I can't remember. And if you're screaming at your 
wherever you're listening to podcasts at the moment about you know a, a huge spot that I've missed because you know we're in year six of this so you know I've, I've probably forgotten a couple of bits um at underscore sports arena you know tell us tell us where we are tell us the the point where you know they've come through and and reviews as i said i i i'm my mind goes to kind of sandman my mind kind of goes to mikey um i'm gonna die that's the spirit <laughs> um yeah but no like i said i can't yeah no i think you make you like, i can't think of an actual fun tech spot. Obviously, done barbed wire, plenty of them. Um, mostly barbed wire. And that's it. I think, you know, in my mind, it's all about more extreme things than thumbtacks. Yeah. And that's the bit I'm struggling with is, you know, barbed wire, as we said, um, glass in the Taipei deathmatch. Um, weapons, 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 stop signs, frying pans, um, chair shots, Singapore canes, tables, all of that. Fireballs, fireballs with, with Jerry Lynn and Joel Gertner and, but, uh, not Jerry Lynn, Jerry Lawler. Um, yeah, thumbtacks, I, I, not so much. No, I think that's fair. Was um, it a Raven thing? I don't think it was. He barbed wire, I thought, again. Yeah. Um, yeah, we get shown of highlights of RBD, Scorpio, Sabu, and um, Taz, Carino, and Candido, all from last week that we've obviously just discussed. We then get Jerry Lynn versus Tajiri. Um, I felt this was a fun match. I felt this match could have gone ages. And maybe not best for a TV match because I think this I could have had a lot of time on a pay per view. Yeah, um, uh, and and you know again it's 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 it is one of their specials. So yeah. it, it's that weird kind of you know it feels really weird for a TV match except it's not a TV match. It's a Cyber Slam '99 match that's on TV. Um, but. Um, yeah, really good match, really good back and forth. Um, some some strong shots. Uh, you can see Jerry Lynn's confidence really starting to kind of build. Yeah. In in going out there and just you know, fuck it, I'm going to steal the show. Um, uh, and we're introduced to the cra- the cra- the cradle pile driver. Yeah, I just it's kind of stupid, isn't it? Because you just didn't think this was the first time. He'd used it, you know. In in my mind, yeah. I just I just thought they'd used it before, yeah, a lot more than this. But um, yeah, no, fair enough. So it's all good. Um, yeah, Lynn picked up the win, which I kind of felt shocked in a weird way. I thought it could be RVD come down, kind of screwy finish. Yeah, I, I mean, it's one of those matches that probably both of them could have benefited from winning. Um, yeah. But I guess it but, sort of moves Lin up into, I know he's got the title match coming up, but it's more of a serious contender. Yeah. Kind of rowing it because now he's picking up the weekly Ws as well. So he sort of keeps in yeah. that sort of path. Bit of momentum. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, Super Crazy versus El Musco Della. Something. 
Uh, bear with me because I've researched this. Uh, El Mosco de la Merced. That's the one. Merced. Uh, which means um, Mosquito of the Mercy. Oh, sounds like well. Um, so uh, I was interested in this because they were talking about you know this being his first North American televised match and blah blah blah, and we're, we're privileged to have it with us. And I'm like, you're, you're building him up something chronic, and and you know I'm I'm not aware of him then doing anything. So yeah. I, I googled to try and work out what it was because his mask I thought was brilliant or really annoying, and I couldn't quite work out which. Um, and it's because it's mosquito-like, um, which which kind of was a bit weird. Um, so yeah, he is. Um, he also is known by the ring name of X Fly. Yeah. Mask um, also works for that. Uh, so, how many hair versus hair, hair versus mask, mask versus mask matches? Do you think X Fly has had? Um, three. So, you know, this is huge in in lucha libre. This is kind of like your, you know, hair versus hair, hair versus mask, mask versus mask are your like ridiculously high level, um, you know, blood feud style points. Um, yeah. According to Wikipedia. According yeah. to Wikipedia, um, he's had 22 hair versus hair, hair versus mask, mask versus mask matches, um, oh. including matches against things like uh, Antifes del Norte, um, famous for being in ECW at the moment, uh, hair matches with Super Crazy, Damien 666, um, uh, Negro Casas, Pentagon Black. Um, How many of those 22 do you think he has won? Um, one. Two. I was going to say, it's got to be saying all four. So just continue he has lost. He has lost 19 hair versus hair matches between oh. 1998 and 2018. Basically, oh, wow. once a year-ish, he gets a haircut. Oh wow! Yeah, it kind of loses its um, yeah credibility ever so slightly when they're doing it every week, you know. Yeah, <laughs> hey, uh, short hair's, back uh, and sides, short back and sides. Yeah, it's it, a bit it, long there. Yeah, uh, dude, I've, I've, uh, you know, it's almost time for my yearly haircut. Do you, you got a match you want me to lose, or uh, should I just go to the barbers? Um, yeah, so in, in 1999, no, November the 30th, 1998, that can't be right, because we're in 1999 watching him, but yeah. apparently, according to that, um, he lost a mask versus mask match against Antifaz del Norte. Oh, wow. Um but, you know, obviously has his mask on when watching him in 1999. So, who knows? Um, but, yeah, he, he is shockingly bad at, <laughs> at hair versus hair it. matches, it seems. 
Yeah, so point, even when he's doing that. tag team matches, where it's him and uh, Official 9911, for instance, versus Golden Magic and El Hijo de Pirata Morgan, um, they still lose. That is rough. Kind of must lose some sort of credibility out there at some point. Credibility or hair, one or the other. Yeah. Um, crazy picks up the win. We have highlights between Lance Storm and, and no one cuts their hairs. No one cuts their hair yet. It's coming up probably. We've got seven hair matches. Uh, January tenth, two thousand and nine. Super crazy finally gets X Fly to cut his hair. <laughs> no, ten years after their initial. Uh, this time it's it's personal. Didn't stop thinking about it. It haunted him. Um, here we get Tommy Dreamer versus Lance Storm feud from last week that we just discussed. So that happened. We then get our main event, which is Shane Douglas versus Justin Credible. Uh, when I saw this match was listed on the card this week, I was extremely excited. Yes, as you should be. And um, yeah, really enjoyed it. Um, I mean, jumping straight to the end, Shane Douglas does pick up the win, but is then immediately tacked by Lance Storm and Justin Credible. So I like it. So yep. Lance Storm, I mean, Shane Douglas kind of gets the experienced veteran kind of victory, but then the young bucks, for lack of a better term. Automatically uh, get their heat back. Yeah, and beat the crap know, out of him. And one yeah. standing tall at the end. So the result kind of almost becomes second nature as such. So good. Yeah. Starts off with um, an interesting promo. Um, a better promo, but, but still yep. not great. Um, you know, when Terry Funk walked through that door six years ago, he had one mission and that was to make me the franchise. Um, again, it's one of those kind of like, you know, you're, you're, you're kind of doing your shoots kind of thing of, you know, he came in to put me over kind of bit. And yeah. we know that's the case. We know that's how wrestling works. We know what it is. I don't need you to tell me that, though. I don't really want you to show me that piece of how it all works through. I'd rather it not be something so stated. I'd rather it be, you know, well, done done differently. But, um, yeah, and he, he'll be damned, you know, if, you know, if you think that I'm just going to be a notch on your belt, then, you know, you're incorrect. Um, love the passion, love the drive, love the, 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 the what they're trying to do with it. Um, just could have done without the whole kind of, you know, let me tell you, people, none of this is real. We, we fool ourselves into now and again. Yeah, it's, it's a weird um, it's a weird line they sort of walk with it all, isn't it? It's, it's sort of extend disbelief, but we know that you know that we know, kind of, at the same time. Yeah. And, you know, I, it is one of those kind of like, I get it, but, you know, you don't need to wink at us quite as heavily as you do with some of it. Just, just a little bit of suspension of disbelief here and there would just allow us just to kind of, you know, go about our business a little bit. I just think when you get a pure hate views, I think it's driven on the idea of, you know, 
been emotionally invested. And, and that's the thing. They're the first, they're the ones that they automatically go to, you know, I hate you so much that this isn't, this isn't Shane Douglas hating just incredible. This is Troy Martin hating PJ Polacco. I don't know. I don't need that. I don't, I don't, that yeah, doesn't I don't know, I don't know who those guys are. Yeah. I, I, I'm not, I'm not now kind of like going, well, shit, so I was on the fence of buying this, but now here's my money. Um, so yeah, it's just, yeah, but the match is very good. Yeah, very good. And that takes to the end of the um, episode. Um, you got quite a hard pick this week. So, Jay, what is your match pick of the week? So, interestingly, I thought I was, you know, found my match. As I said, you know, I thought I found my match on, on match number one. I thought, um, yeah, I thought the moment I saw that is RVD versus two cold Scorpio. Scorpio looks ridiculously in shape. So, you know, he's not blowing up after 30 seconds. Um, I thought, you know, this is it. This is done. Uh, but that Sabu element of it really did take away for me. Um, so then I'm into the three matches on uh, the second show. Um, and they're all incredible for for, for different reasons. Um, you know, in, in true pro wrestling storytelling style, Shane Douglas is, is still just, you know, amazing. And just incredible is a superstar just about to explode. So that's a really, really good match. Um, for uh, an out-and-out Lucha Libre match, um, Super Crazy and our friend the Mosquito were, were really, really good. Um, but I am going to give it to Jerry Lynn and, uh, and Tajiri. I, I love watching Jerry Lynn just come alive. Um, and again, you know, watching these in the order we did because of what became available, you don't quite realise how much of an overnight sensation Jerry Lynn was and wasn't. Yeah. So he's been around for, you know, well, as long as Justin Credible, he's been around for a year and a bit, but suddenly just clicks and elevates. It just sort of, um, obviously here with other wrestlers all the time, but I think for, you know, all the sort of the new wrestlers, they could, they could learn from this about, it's all about taking your moment, you know? Yeah. You, you can stand out on a show and become an instant sort of star. And that's basically what he's done here. He's a fantastic match. Got his people chanting new effing show. He's kept that tagline. And now um, he sort of looks like he, his stock's risen massively and he should be on the up constantly now. Yeah. And, you know, just looks as if he's just getting stronger and stronger every match goes. And, you know, I know part of that's going to be the crowd reaction, giving Paul as the, Paulie as the booker, you know, more faith to put him in these matches and all the rest of it. But, um, you know, just, just raising up. Um, Tajiri's looked incredible since the moment he's walked in. Um, we were saying a little while ago when, you know, I was at the second or third time of recommending Tajiri and, and Super Crazy as my match of the week. I think it was only the second. I think I've stopped on a point of principle after that. But, um, you know, how, how we would want to see them with different people. Um, yeah. And Tajiri with that more kind of Japanese strong style wrestling um, seems to be able to interact with more of the roster than Super Crazy does. Um, Agreed, yeah. 
they, they, there's more people who will work a strong style match than a, a Lucha Libre style match at the moment, it seems. Um, so yeah, the two of them together, I just thought was, was absolutely magic. Yeah, no, I think it's a great choice. I think they clicked really well together. So we'll be out there recommending that match this week. Obviously, if you think there's a better match, have your say. And you can do at underscore Sports Arena on Twitter or Instagram. We'll be there talking everything extreme. Um, obviously, we've been tagging a few things this week, loving sort of the Cactus Jack sort of figures and stuff like that that you're showing us. It look absolutely amazing. So make sure when you look at our account, check the tag stuff as well because there's loads of people absolutely in the sort of extreme sort of world doing really cool stuff. And um, Twitter as well. It's always um, there thereabouts. It's good conversation. It's a great conversation, especially of FMW and that sort of coming back in their sort of ways. It's all sort of what's old is new again. So it's going to be going to be cool. And I think that's it. We'll be back next week for more um, Extreme Rewind. And uh, yeah, do tell me where I've missed the thumbtacks. But until then, cut the fucking podcast. <laughs>